0: Mike Anderson from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and you're listening to the Pro Hockey News Podcast.
1: Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast, brought to you by the Chicago Wolves Merchandise Store, ChicagoWolvesStore.com. PHN15 is the code. to Get yourself some great, great merchandise. Also, our friends at Manscaped. If you need to go down low, you can get scaped with Manscaped get some more action as we enter the spring. Speaking of spring, it is rainy and stormy as heck here in St. Louis. Uh, best wishes out to a lot of my friends out there in New Mexico who are going through forest fires. And then you've got massive blizzards in Utah, Colorado, all the way up to Manitoba. And it's April. So tornadoes in the, the, mid, the lower Midwest. Southwest has got fires. And, and Richard, you've got blizzards uh we
0: yeah
1: blizzard like
0: conditions yeah up in the mountains everywhere else is kind of you know just windy is is
1: all get up so (laughs) so apparently the best weather place to be is minnesota right about now
2: (laughs) no it is gray it's not going to reach 40 it was thunderstormy yesterday we have a chance i think maybe of snow tomorrow potentially um, I was about I don't to ask know, if you're
1: in Seattle, but then you threw the snow in there. So that took Seattle out of the equation.
2: I mean, look, it, Northern Minnesota got a ton of snow last night. North, like there were, I think they were saying like two to three feet, possibly in North Dakota with 50 mile an hour winds and Southern Minnesota, uh, semi trucks were blown over in the wind, the trailer, yeah, I mean, the tractor trailers. It was um, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, the snow is causing a delay in hockey. Um, now we're going to have a, a regular season game after the regular season ends in Manitoba. Jets, Jets and the Kraken got postponed. Say, we're, we're recording this on the 13th, Wednesday the 13th, and already on Thursday uh, we, we post, post, postponing due to 12 to 18 inches expected in the Toba. Big playoff implications in that game too. Big. Big. Yeah, that, that's a case of we're going to play it after the season because we have TV rights to satisfy. Yeah. And we,
2: and you got to get one more gate in. You can't lose a gate.
1: Uh, let's not kid ourselves. It's the TV rights that too that are involved. <laughs> Just like last, was it or two years ago? We had the, during the, the Edmonton Calgary series during, uh, was it, not, it was Calgary. Who was it? Calgary played, there were some Canadian games that were played like right before the playoffs started. Wasn't it it was Calgary, Montreal, wasn't it? Montreal, there you go. No, no, no it wasn't was not Montreal? Why do I think they were playing after maybe it was Winnipeg again? I can't, you know, it was so long ago. It was <laughs> it was COVID ago. We were we were like on the first train back then. Way True. way back, way back, way back. So yeah, so the cr- crazy things going on with the weather. Mother Nature is officially drunk. Um as 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 Hockey's winding down. You get baseball starting. The word transfer portal is everybody's favorite word in the college life. There's a lot of worlds colliding in in the sports world um, going on. Not much has changed uh, since we talked to you last on the on the first line edition. Um, the the East is the East. There's a few more X's next to teams' names. A few more E's next to another teams. Uh, the the West is is pretty much the same, but I think we're getting a clearer picture and we're going to start right there at the bottom of the West where it's pretty clear now, barring, I mean, three points is a lot, I know, but getting clear that central looking like a five team playoff picture, Lonnie. It is, you
2: know, Vegas could still, I mean, they're only three points out, they're three points out of a wild card and they're three points out of well, the, that, that's the third I, spot. Also, I mean, it, I it, think it's a battle it, for third a, place in the Pacific. I was gonna, it's it's the a matter card. of, right. I mean, I think yeah. it's a matter of which, who who's the third team out of the Pacific, but it's, I, I mean, there is still time for shakeups to happen. You've got, you know, you got Dallas and Nashville, at least both have a game in hand on Vegas, which hurts Vegas. Vegas has a game in hand on LA. So, if Vegas makes the playoffs, I agree. It's probably at the expense of the Kings. I think that's how it's looking to line up.
1: And, and the row may come into play uh, because, uh, and, and Los Angeles is not doing good on that.
2: No, no, they are not. They've they take, they they, taken too many games to overtime. Yes. They are only one ahead of, uh, one behind, they are one behind Vegas in the row. And that's going to potentially be, uh,
1: be problematic. <laughs> well, actually I, I take that back. It's not row. It's R.W.
2: Well, then they're two remember, it's, remember, it's it's, it's, more. it's even more trouble. That's right. Yep. It's even that's,
1: more. Yep. Yeah. They got
2: it. Vegas is a game in hand and they're plus two in our, in regulation wins. So uh, yeah. that's a, that's
1: certainly helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, two wins in, in regulation is, is harder to catch up on than people realize at this point of the season with single digit games left.
2: Yeah. I mean, there is the potential of the always exciting tie game, pulling the goalie in the last game of the season, to, to make sure you get that regulation win. Because at that point, if you lose the game or you go to overtime, it doesn't really make a difference.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I always forget the RW is now the second tiebreaker. row is the third tiebreaker in, in the tiebreaking format. So um, superior points percentage, of course, the, the number one, but everybody's going to play 82 is the way it looks right now. Yeah, so the central looking stronger. Um, Colorado and St. Louis have both decided let's just win a lot of games. <laughs> it, it's good, ridiculous. good time to get right, get healthy. It, it's ridiculous, and and we we love it here in Colorado. Yeah, St. Louis has pulled into a tie with Minnesota. Um, I the the only thing no, I shouldn't say the only thing, the big thing that matters in that is home ice. That series this year has gone very both those teams and that regular season series have been very home ice E. So, I mean, literally that could determine the series of who finishes in second place in the central.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and you, if you look at the regulation wins, um, St. Louis with a 39 to 33 edge. Yeah. So, uh, Minnesota going to have to, Minnesota is going to have to beat them outright. And the crazy thing is, is that it's, just so damn hard to gain ground right now in that division. You've Colorado 8-1 and 1 in their last 10, Minnesota 7-1 and 2 in their last 10 and and St. Louis 8-1 and 1 also in their last 10. St. Louis and Colorado are both on six game winning streaks. Like everybody's got to stay hot just to keep up.
1: Yeah, it's uh I mean, and and then, you know, overall, when, when you you look at the number one seed uh, for overall to play the president's trophy, Colorado, uh, maybe uh, getting off the, the bad luck train there. Florida's now tied them, Richard. So maybe maybe they won't get the number one to keep off that president's hey, trophy issue.
0: You know, I was uh, I was looking at this last week. I don't think it's going to be as big of an issue for Colorado. I mean, the last time they won the Stanley Cup, they were president's trophy winners back in 2001. So, so you want the president's trophy, is what you're saying. I'm saying I don't feel like it says curse for this organization, but they also haven't won it in 20 years. So,
1: you know, there's that too. Small, small issue. Small issue. Right, right. So, I, I, we, weird stat going into last night's game Um, Los Angeles Changeless with with their, their win against Chicago. But if the season would have ended on April 12th in the West, you would have had two teams with a negative goal differential making the playoffs ahead of two teams with a positive goal differential with Los Angeles was a minus two going into the night. Dallas is a minus two Vegas and Vancouver, are both pluses. I mean, Vegas is a plus 17 and they're not in the playoffs yet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's all I have to say. That's, that's ridiculous. Deep insight. You come to the first line edition. For. Exactly. That's why I'm here.
2: Well, look, it it it, if you you know you you pound bad teams and lose close, that's how you get in this situation. If you're Vegas at plus seventeen,
1: now that's deeper analysis. See, there's yeah, that's uh, it's a far cry from the plus seventy seven of Calgary and Colorado. Far cry.
2: Oh, those two are ridiculous. I still don't. It's stupid. I I, it's it's insane.
1: I mean, it's almost. I mean, Florida's if it's Florida's at eighty nine, but I mean, once again, the, the East has a lot of ways to get goals. There's, yep. there's like eight teams in the East you could score at will on. That's right. <laughs> but uh, so it, how do we see it shaken out? So we're looking at Los Angeles, Nashville, Dallas, Vegas. Are, is Vancouver still a thing? I mean, I, mean, I guess they're technically, I mean, they're six points out. I say, I mean, mathematically,
0: are we, are we, they are, but. Uh... Okay,
1: so let's go Los Angeles, Nashville, Dallas, Vegas, four teams for two spots.
2: I think LA falls out. I think that you know.
1: You're just writing that Vegas tree. You just you just want those predictions to come true, from the Vegas
2: willing season. it to
1: happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but also, also um, with with Darty out for the season, like that's that's just such a such a blow of of quality and experience in a team that. But he he hasn't been there for a month. I know. It, it, but it,
1: it, it, so they announced that this and, week. And, it's and not. I whole, mean, like it doesn't. Right. He's only been gone for a month. We didn't expect him to come back. I mean, it's almost like a non announcement to me.
2: I know. At 4 4 and 2 in the last 10, you wonder if that starts to take a toll, though. And, you know, this, I mean, after Wednesday night against, uh, you know, obviously we're recording it before they play at Colorado, where. You'd like to believe that the Avalanche are strong, strong favorites
1: in, <laughs> in that game. We, we don't pick Wednesday games, so, so We stop. don't pick
2: Wednesday games, just saying <laughs> strong favorites. But, you know, the thing they have in, in, in their favor is they've got a very favorable home schedule with Columbus, Chicago, and Anaheim. And then on the road, uh Colorado tonight, Anaheim uh, next week, and then they close the season with two on the road at Seattle and at Vancouver. So the schedule overall, so
1: one playoff team left on their schedule, and that's so after tonight they're done with playoff teams. Yep, yep. That's an easy road, and they're the ones falling out.
0: Well, I I I don't know. I'm kind of with Lonnie <laughs> on this one because they're okay. not playing playoff teams, but they're playing teams who can you know certainly rise to the occasion and squeak out a win. Uh, not counting, you know, Seattle. Uh, But they do have two games against Anaheim who are, uh, I I wouldn't say they're guaranteed wins, but you're going to have to fight a little bit harder in those than you would think for a non-playoff team. And then you got one against Vancouver, who is also trying to make a a case for a playoff spot. So, you know, not total gimmies, but, you know, uh, definitely doable. I mean, Vegas' schedule is
2: significantly more difficult, though. Um, looking at it now that, you know, this week they finish up at Calgary at Edmonton. They got a three game, their last three home games, uh, the following week, um, end the season with three or four on the road or sorry, three in four days on the road. Yeah, it's so a, you- it's a much tougher road for them. That is true. But y- yes, I, at some point, I mean, we've been saying this for weeks now on this episode of the on this this show at one of one of you know eventually
1: it's going to click for them right it's got to start sometime Ash yeah, sure. back i mean they got they got that right i did i have a hard time with, with la schedule to say they're not going to make it i i actually think la has a better chance to finish ahead of dallas not that it essentially matters than vegas hasn't catching them
2: Can, can, all right, then in that, let's play that out a little bit then. Can Edmonton or can, can LA catch Edmonton for second?
1: I think they could. If they, particularly if, because if they, they win tonight, they do. Yeah. If they win tonight, they're all, all of a sudden they're tied. Right. And, and they lose on the tiebreaker at that point. Um, but Edmonton has, has, will, will have two games in hand after tonight. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't think it's, I think it's less likely they catch Edmonton and more likely they fall out of a playoff race, but I still think they finish with more points than Dallas. Just be that schedule down the stretch is just so much easier than what they, what the other teams have around them.
2: Edmonton has five of seven, five of their last seven are at home. Uh, there is the really slightly weird road trip that they have to say they have three in a row at home two on the road to two at home but the two on the road are not short trips no they're they, not they've, they've got to go from edmonton to columbus uh one more hop east to pittsburgh and then back home for uh back to back with san jose and vancouver they're they last get you know their end of the their the end of the season run is not the easiest for them either yeah and, and that's or at least and that's, it's a potentially it's a potentially you know that, that road trip is potentially complicating
1: yeah, and especially a Pittsburgh team that is still battling for playoff positioning yeah. there and trying to avoid a wild card situation by being caught from behind by Washington, which is still very much mm-hmm. a possibility there. I mean, Dallas has, yes, they've got
2: the uh, Alberta trip in there, but they end with four potentially at least three non th- th- three, three non playoff teams, certainly and possibly a fourth in Vegas at home to end the season. So they've got, they've got a favorable run in also,
1: but they're not a good road team.
2: They are not a good road team. And they're playing, you know, in Edmonton and Calgary, arguably the two most dangerous offensive teams in the two of two of the, not to denigrate Richards, uh, squad at two of the three most dangerous road team or offensive teams in in the West.
1: Oh yeah. If Dallas loses tonight, they're they're three points clear of Vegas. But once again, talk about tiebreaker, they're four behind in regulation. They they have been an awful, awful 60-minute team this year. I mean the bonus points for them have been absolutely key in getting to where they're getting. So, I mean, it, it's the whole, it, it's, it's just real interesting to see in the bottom, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I think Vegas has a better chance catching Dallas than they do LA. That's, that's where I'm at. I still think Vegas is the odd man out. I, I, I think I'm getting off their bandwagon, but once again, I don't have any faith in Dallas because they've been an absolute disaster since they made the Stanley cup final of like, there's no consistency no. since they made that final.
2: you brought it up it's a really interesting dallas's numbers 42 wins okay 28 of them in regulation yeah that's it they've picked up 10 wins in overtime and another four in in shootout that is a i mean that's a huge disparity. They're, they're, they're
1: 14 and four after 60 minutes
2: that's great and that's an you know, that's an awesome edge. If you can get to the play yeah. overtime, although listen, it's not three on three. So who knows what the, well, right, Exactly. what's causing it, but uh, you know, it, it's hard to have a ton of faith, certainly in Dallas when they can't, you know, they don't have a ton of four point games in the run-in where, you know, you want to prevent a team from getting, you know, prevent your opponent from getting any, but they just can't be given points away here down the stretch.
1: I mean, Even if you are getting at it, both of
2: them, you can't just give up an extra point.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've gotten 14 bonus points, you know, f- past 60 minutes, 14 and four, like I said. But meanwhile, you got like LA and St. Louis, they both lost 10 times in overtime. Not right. great, no. plus 60 minutes, which is great for the playoffs because you play five on five hockey. So yeah, a right. whole different situation. But yeah, it, it's going to be real interesting. But I think we're pretty much, we, we've, got, we've got more things settled in the West. of uh, We know who's going to win the Central. We know who's going to win the Pacific though only one team in the whole West has clinched the playoff spot technically in Colorado. But we know the division winners. We know that we're going to have a Minnesota-St. Louis matchup. Pretty, pretty set on that, guys. We just don't know where game one is going to be. Um, I think we're starting to see who the goaltender in Minnesota is going to be for the playoff run. I know there's been some alternating situation up there, but I think Flower is about to
2: pull that away. I don't know. I think so. I don't know why you make that move if he's not your game one starter, but you have the confidence if he has an off night, even in a win, like you you have a confidence that you could go to to Talbot for a game and let let Fleury write himself, but you don't make the move that you did to get him if he's not your game one
1: starter. Right. Cam Talbot, playoff confidence, things that we'll, we'll just see. And uh, I believe we don't have a goalie controversy in St. Louis anymore. Billy Huso nope. has supplanted the number one spot with his play over Jordan Biddington. So that's a multi-million dollar backup. That is now <laughs> going to be some great off-season talk in the land like, of the loo.
2: Like, like this isn't news for St. Louis? <laughs> uh, haven't we seen
1: this movie recently? I, I don't, I pull the tape of when he signed that contract. I, I could, once again, the Jordan Bennington counter Hellebuck love fest. I still don't understand for the life of me, but
2: no, I mean, but, but like, you're right. We talked about him. Like, the name Matt Murray came into play yeah. when, when that's happened. anti-Niemi, but mm-hmm. it, it, it goes back to the whole, you know, the what's happening now in St. Louis is what happened when they won the Stanley cup two years ago. Pretty right. much. Yeah, pretty much. Unheralded, ba- you know, multi million dollar starter plays bad, mm-hmm. unheralded backup comes out of nowhere, and this team is rolling. Yep. Like, you know, he's your game one starter. I don't, I mean, we have, I know there were the concerns about Bennington of he's unheralded, he's never done this, yada, 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 and he lifted the cup. I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting for a minute that we're about to see that again, but. At least St. Louis, you know Barubi has seen this. Yeah, he has oh, managed yeah. this situation before, and it worked out pretty well. So,
1: speaking of the West goalie situation, which team are you looking at of having the strongest in the West? Strongest goaltender going into the playoffs. To me I know.
0: That, Oh, good. I you know what
2: I'm gonna say. Oh, I said I know what I'm gonna say. I want to let you answer first though. I,
0: you know, to me, it's it's a toss-up between Calgary and St. Louis of who has the
1: strongest. So goal. Markstrom or Husso, even though Kemper is playing out of his bird right now.
0: <clears throat> I I'm saving judgment on that until I, I see how he plays in the playoffs. Um I, and Granted, I, I don't know how Markstrom or Huso are going to play in the playoffs either, but I, I feel like I have a little more confidence in them than I do in Kemper. I, I feel like it's more of the blue line in front of them, and I don't know how that's going to stand up when they have stiffer competition come to playoffs. I feel like uh, you know Calgary and St. Louis
1: just have maybe Ooh, stronger I, goaltenders this year. See, I think, the, I think the Colorado blue line is stronger than the Blues blue line. I think that's where the Blues failed at the trade deadline. I don't right. think they upgraded their blue line enough.
0: But I think the the goaltending is strong enough to
1: make up for that come the playoffs. Let, let me let me throw something out at you. Okay. For for I'm going to throw some random stats that I wrote down. There I should say pulled up. Haven't really wrote them down. 14 or 18 games. Mm-hmm. 14 games started. Seven six record nine thirteen with a 286 including a shutout. Yeah, you like that for your playoff goalie in four playoff years with okay. average teams. Yeah, okay. That's Kemper. That is Kemper. You're right. What's, what's really what, What's Huso's playoffs numbers? Does he have any? I know. <laughs> right. That's. I, I mean that that's that's what I'm. It, and, and
0: that's what worries me. Is is again like we saw this three years ago with St. Louis. We have a goaltender who has no playoff experience. They get on a roll at the end of the season. Granted, this is a more abbreviated role than we saw in 2019. Um, or, yeah, going into 2020. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm reserved. Maybe it's that, that I don't want to, like, start on the Kemper bandwagon and then have the wheels fall off. Maybe, maybe I mean, that's you, what it is. As a fan, I don't want get, to get my hopes up. But Let me give you more numbers. Go
1: ahead. 14 games, eight mm-hmm. and six record, 919 with a 285 and one shutout. A 919 and one shutout, you said? Yeah. Who was that? Markstrom. Okay. One playoff year, not the four that Kemper has, but the numbers, really similar. Right. I, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, you, you get the three goalies we're picking from, and, and right. I, it's the same thing. It's their experience. Well, two out of three have experience, but we're talking zero year, one year, four years. And neither of the two with amazing numbers, if you will, in in the playoffs. Okay. That's so... I kind of like Kemper's game right now. Now, I also think that maybe UC Saros is the best goalie in the West going into the playoffs. He is... I think a couple he's a, what, a win away or two wins away from catching Pekka single season franchise record. Ooh. I mean, UC get hot and playing, they could end up playing Calgary, which could be a real fun series of a hot goalie against the Calgary team who hasn't been challenged in a yeah. while. I mean, I'm wondering if UC Saros is the best West goalie going in.
2: Was that, was that your pick, Lonnie? No, my pick was Markstrom, but I think you make a good case for. I, I can see the case for Soros.
1: Not the I, you you know, rest I of just his team nat- I don't love. <laughs> right, I mean, and this is the pr- yeah. and
2: this becomes sort of the problem with Nashville is they've been they're in a being in the division they are. I think is is sort of helped them more than it has, say Vegas, who you sort know, we were sort of waiting all season for them to click and they didn't, I think being in a, a, a division that's going to get the fit, being in the division that's going to get both wild cards has certainly helped them.
1: Well, but I could argue that being in the division, they had to play a tougher schedule versus if they were in the Pacific, they probably have more wins. Fair. But I get the fight. I mean, it, it, you know, same sides of the, the coin, right? The,
2: right. I mean, they're the central division's Vegas, basically, in the sense that you keep waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And it hasn't happened. And you're just wondering why. <laughs>
1: Now the one thing I, I do like about your pick, because I was going between Markstrom and Soros, mm-hmm. those nine shutouts that Markstrom have, I mean th- that's a number. That's a number. You know he he le- le- less less shutouts than penalty minutes this year for him, but you know I do like that that those nine shutouts make you think okay he's standing tall a lot, yeah. I mean, Kemper, sneaky five shutouts. Yeah. I just... The West, to me, is just fascinating because you've got... It's it's not household name goalies in the top teams. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury and Jonathan Quick are your only hardcore, battle-tested, longevity playoff guys. Robin Lehner here and there but you know hasn't been his whole career you know flurry we we know what happened in the playoffs with him during the you know the the second run of pittsburgh when he wasn't part of it in the playoffs you know in terms of playing time Mm -hmm. but when you look at the rest of the teams it's i mean outside of mark andre flurry we got a lot of goalie questions
2: and i i mean i think there's potential questions
1: with flurry too i mean of course but i'm just saying in terms of I mean, name recognition and confidence. Yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota may have, if it's the flurry of old, who wants to prove something, I mean, he, he wanted to go to a winning team. He waived the no trade clause yep. going to a winning team after not. Wa- I mean, maybe, maybe flurry's the dark horse of the whole division or the conference could be. Oh, what a story that would be. Oh, that'd be beautiful.
2: So Markstrom has nine shutouts. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a huge number. He it's has many. shutout this year, Detroit twice, Vegas, Vancouver, Columbus, Buffalo, the Rangers, Philly, and Pittsburgh.
1: Vegas can score. Pittsburgh can score. The Rangers can score. Yeah. I mean, th- those are impressive shutouts. Right.
2: Look, anytime you can stop all the shots, like, you're doing your job as a goalie. Nine shutouts is a stupid number. That's, yeah, like, 11% of the season out of 80, uh, me, roughly. Can-
1: your, that, team, that you your, your Red to. Wings can score, too. I mean, they're, they're not inept offensively.
2: No, they're... In, I mean, it's... They're inept defensively. It's, it's the defense. It's all <laughs> I mean, about the defense. They can't stop the puck. They can't, but, stop, can't but stop. They can anybody. score.
1: So, I mean, they're not terrible shootouts or shutouts, I should say. I mean, Philly, okay. They don't know how to score, and they showed that last night versus Washington. Right. Um Nine times. Um, yeah, I just... I. Uh, so nine, nine, that's a lot of shutouts. That's a lot of shutouts.
0: It's nine it's more shutouts than you've had in your career.
2: That, yes, and it is nine more than I've had in my career. <laughs> it's I, the biggest, I, I mean, I think the biggest thing that that sort of portends is the fact that they can play defense, is that they, they, they play a team game and in the playoffs where, the, where everything gets a little tighter and the ice gets a little bit smaller. Yep. You have a team that knows how to prevent you know, part of the shout out isn't just the goalie stopping all the pucks. It's the team, you know, how they play in front of them. And they know how to, they know how to shut it down. So I, I, they're a fascinating group to watch.
1: So to close out the West talk, Richard, you, who do you have any changes than if it would have ended today?
0: Any changes as far as Is, is Vegas on the outside looking in? I think Vegas is
1: on the, I think they're, they're slowly, but surely they're done. Okay. So you, you and I are in the same boat of, of, we, we know the eight teams, Lonnie, you've got Vegas replacing LA. I think so. Okay.
2: Okay. Oh, look, I'm on. not going to lie. I don't feel great about that prediction. Although given what prediction, do you feel se- great about none whatsoever, okay. <laughs> but so LA congratulations. You're safe. <laughs>
1: okay. And then in the East, we're, we're, we're just down to seating. At this point, um, mm-hmm. Washington last night, drubbed Philly side note of that game. Ovechkin was out late in the game on a power play and, and it was like six goal differential. Apparently the Philly bench, all reports, numerous reports on the Twitter from the broadcasters, even the broadcasters, I guess the Philly were kind of complaining about it, that Ovechkin was out there on the power play. He was out there with fourth liners, mind you, Tom Wilson chirped at the Philadelphia bench. How do you expect him to catch Gretzky? <laughs> yeah, valid.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Valid. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> chirp or not, that that is a valid point. Like he's out there to, he's there for one reason. He's not going to yeah. win another cup, right? This season. We know that. I don't think Washington's coming out of the East. He's on the ice
1: to pad his stats in any and, way he can. And let's, it, he wasn't on the PP1. It was... PP four. Right. With Ovechkin, which by the way, there is no PP four teams don't have four (laughs) units. They were rolling. I mean, they put their fourth liners out with Ovechkin. I mean, let's, let's realize what this was.
0: Shut up, Philly. Yeah. And their season hasn't been relevant since January. So uh, probably even before then I was going to say January. (laughs) I'm being generous. I mean, 2013. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're not playing for anything. And, if, and if you don't, and if you don't like it, don't let the
1: score get to that point. Yeah, don't let him sit up in his office. So anyway, the rest, rest of these <laughs> side note, um, we're not going to get. Our, it doesn't look like we're going to get our battle of Florida. Um, that's that's just not going to happen. Um, I don't I, I don't believe at this point. Um, though though it I guess it could. I, if Tampa drops to that last, yeah, wild card, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see Boston. I know it's only a point. I just, I don't know. I see Tampa playing well down the stretch. I, I don't know why I've got this funny feeling that they're, they're starting to figure it out. Um, but you're right. Yeah. We, we don't know anything there. Washington three points behind Pittsburgh with two games in hand. So that's not decided the Rangers four points behind Carolina for the division. Um, I think the only thing that we know is Florida is the number one seed in the East. It's the only guarantee. I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. Toronto, pretty safe in the number two. So t- we expect Toronto to have home ice. I don't think they're going to be caught well, There's only four point. points between them and Tampa. Yeah, but they're just, they're just playing consistent, like winning two out of every three games. I mean, they're, they're just, they haven't really, they've just been great. Solidly great all year Toronto. Boringly great. <laughs> They've got that, and they've got that regulation win tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. huge, huge! They, they, they they've only won seven over. They're seven and six in the extra session. I was looking at that. They're they're good in sixty, which yep. is why I think playoff wise they're, they're going to be they're in a real good spot for the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, just be careful, okay. you know, saying
2: just before we start right. saying Toronto is good in the playoffs, let's let's hang on. Well, I,
1: I said they're they're going to be good. I didn't say they are. I'm okay. allowed to make predictions. I have them. <laughs> so any, I mean, what, do you guys see any, what do you want? I mean, the only thing I want to happen in the East, I, I do want Tampa to fall. I want Florida Tampa in the first round. I really do.
0: That would be great. I would love to see that too. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm on board with you. I, I don't think Tampa is going to slump as much. I don't know. Boston might be able to catch them. They might drop to that. That. First wild card, but I think they would then play Carolina, correct? If the season were to end today?
1: Boston. Carolina would play Boston today, correct? Well, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yes. If the rest of the standings don't change. Yeah, Yeah. Carolina would play Boston today because Florida would get Washington, which also is a fascinating series in itself of upset possibilities. But I... New York-Pittsburgh is a series I really want to see, too.
2: The resurgent Rangers.
1: Yeah, versus the skilled Pittsburgh Penguins and Yari, who's been rebirthed after a little time off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking and you're going to get a fre- fresh Malkin for the playoffs. Spe- yeah, yeah exactly. Speaking of that, uh, he got four games for his, his little incident. Um, cross-checking guy to the face is frowned upon in the NHL these days. Who knew and the wheel of justice gave him four games.
0: Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not advocating that you should go cross-checking, you know, your opponents in the face, but I don't know about you guys, that felt a little excessive to me Four games.
1: I'm good with it. No, okay. I thought it was right on. Yeah. I'm okay. Good.
0: I don't
2: know. The listeners need to know that Adam and I have not discussed this no. previously. No, that was oddly. We actually agreed on the wheel of justice hitting
0: right. That I, almost never happens. No. I feel ganged up on now. All right, I'll. You should. No,
2: I think you know. I think when you watch the the re, it, it was the combination of the slash. It, it's not like it was a cross check to the chin that rode up. Like he got him square in the face. Like that was. Oh, yeah. um, that was bad.
1: In the words of Gorilla Monsoon, it was right in the Kisser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Little 80s WWF action. Very there nice. You go. There you go,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm good with it. Two okay. games didn't seem like enough. I, I, I five seems like too many because I don't know. Five just seems like a lot of hockey games. Four is like, yeah, it's about right. And it's half the remaining games, right? They got eight games yeah. left.
0: Yeah, so sure. Uh, that, yeah, that's probably how they unfo- came to four
2: and for, unfortunately for me it's the first week of our fantasy playoffs and he is one of my centers so
1: oh man i wish i was playing you this week speaking of fantasy playoffs i, I was going to do this as, as, as story time later but uh you know as, as we kind of we'll, we'll switch topics um and then we'll come back um <laughs> richard how, how's the household currently oh, it's is great. there tension is there tension? It's great oh absolutely not we're, we're not competitive at all so, in the PHN Fantasy Hockey League, to fill uh, the listeners in, uh, Richard in- invited somebody who apparently listens to this podcast for some reason. Once again, the only spouse that regularly, or ever, tunes in. I was say, <laughs> we, we have four regular listeners of the podcast in that. No, I mean, of, of the wives. I know, I know, spouses. I, know. And, I know. And there's only one spouse in this entire, out of all the hosts, I guarantee you there's only one spouse that regularly listens. Yep. Yep, I'm sure. pretty sure my wife has listened to more than Lonnie's wife ever has in the podcast. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Lonnie's <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if it's, it's more coming than a zero, second. it's more. Yeah. Linda coming in a second. Um, but uh, you guys are playing each other. Um, mm-hmm. how's, how's, how's the tension in the house? So uh, l-
0: let me tell you about how competitive we are about this. Uh, on Monday, when we got the reminders of, you know, you need to set your lineups and, you know, this is how you did last week. Emily had opened her phone first and she's like, Oh, I need to set my lineups for next week. And I'm standing right next to her. I'm like, Oh, I need to do the same thing. And then we realized we're playing each other. So she was kind of hoping she wasn't going to tip me off to, to set my lineups to get that advantage. But um, I mean, it's close. It's four, three. She she's ahead by in one category, but and know we got the rest of the week to go. It's, it's going to be a good one. And to be honest, I think Lonnie's coming out of this round. He is. He's going to be playing for the championship, and I like Emily's chances to beat him because she has during the regular season.
2: She is the only person, right, in the league who took a week off me in the regular season.
0: Exactly. So I, I, I feel better couple, about her chances and keeping our yep. championship belt here Whoa. in the Cote household. We.
1: Oh, now this. is So so you lose to her. This, this becomes this a, a we a team, thing?
0: This is a team game all of a sudden. Hey, it stays in the Cote household. I'm fine with that. It, it is hers right now because she did win last year. So don't you want to beat the champ and brag about it? I, I would love to, but I like her chances to beat Lonnie better mm. than my chances. But I'm going to give Lonnie all I got if I do advance and play him. Sorry, Zach. I, 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 I don't, don't still, have confidence I, in you beating
1: Lonnie. He's I'm still sidestepping for a, game a lot. Right now. But he's still sidestepping a lot of... Yeah. Well, what's the trash talk like? I mean, are you just getting beaten around in the trash talk at home? I mean, you're really not... Saying much here about the, the direct question you've been asked.
0: That there is no trash talking. Uh, that that the extent the story I shared is the extent That's of it? what's been going on. Yeah, mm. I, I think is? we we checked our phones this morning, and she's like, "Oh, I'm up one point on you right now." <laughs> All right. So no, there's there's no there's no trash talking. But I will so. tell you, we are coming up on one of our favorite traditions: come the Stanley Cup, and that is our challenge cup. And I think you you've seen a bit of this on Twitter. We have a giant chalice that we use for the Stanley Cup. Uh, whoever makes the, the most correct predictions gets a week full of drinks, beverage, whatever their choice, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, or whatever you want. You get to have it for a week, but the, uh, the loser has to present it to you, usually wearing gloves.
1: <laughs> that, was, that, was, that segment was somewhat disappointing.
0: I'm not going to lie. You, you, you I, think I, we're going to be... Need- you it think we're more. we're like just like chirping at each other as we pass by in the house? Is, is that how you envision like what what do you think is going on here?
2: I think we oh, I see that wife. was gonna be the case. I so
0: see your wife as a chirper. Yeah. I, I mean, usually not until after she is one, but she doesn't do it during because she knows that like it can swing. So uh, mm,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little anticlimactic.
0: I yeah, what mm.
1: But if you don't want to be disappointed with taking care of your nether regions, you should check out Manscaped, Manscaped.com/slash/prohockeynews. Or if you go to the website, put in the code PHN20 for your discount. It's a new way to keep yourself manscaped. Check out the Lawnmower 4.0. So we're looking at a good week for Americans. We're good. You know, we, we, we've got some some great American news. Um, if you like American-born players, Chris Kreider becomes the fourth Ranger ever to score 50 goals in a season and Johnny Gaudreau got to the 100 point mark, only the second American in the last 25 years, Patrick Kane being the other to hit that. We now have three guys with 50 goals or more in the league, gentlemen. None of them have a Canadian passport. Well, do they they don't have okay.
2: German and two Americans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's nuts. I mean that's how far hockey's come. Yeah. It, it, it's not saying, think about that. Your three guys that have scored 50 or more are German, American, and American. Yep. Okay, that,
0: that's ridiculous.
2: And one American is on is just going to cruise to the Rocket Richard. You think? You think? Got, <laughs> got seven <laughs> up on sidle? Yeah, yeah, I kind of like think? it. You think, I think he's locked, locked that one up? up? I think he's kind of locked that one up. Yeah, I mean, obviously Connor is the uh, the the only only Canadian, I believe. Uh, no, one. I'm sorry, one of two Canadians in the top uh, top ten. Him and uh, Duchesne. Matt Duchene. Yep. Yeah. The yeah, Brinket's another American. Kyle yeah. Connor, another American. Kaprizov and OV Russians. It's uh, Lindholm, a Swede. It's uh,
1: kind of shocking. Is it though, if you start looking at the tide of the world juniors and and even you know some some of the the world championships i i i'm I mean this has been coming. I think it's just we're finally at that generation where there's a little more balance in the world of skilled players it's
2: definitely be i mean it's definitely a more global game, and that's why you see this. Um, well, but it's
1: also U S a step that for, cause it, it was the, the Russians that were coming through, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and then some Sweden, but I mean now like the Americans it, it's fine. That generation really that has watched the Patrick Keynes of the world because, you know, you hear some of these guys, oh, I watched Patrick Kane. I had posters and I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> You know, cause like it, 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 yeah, it, yeah. it just is, but it, I mean, that, that's what we're talking about is, you know, Crosby, Gretzky, all that, but now we're getting into like the Patrick Kane influences. That's very true. I think that's helped American hockey.
0: And okay. Just not to just keep piling on the amazement of, you know, Austin Matthews is, you know, it's not just that there's an American leading the goal scoring in the league right now. It's an American who was born in the Southwest desert where you could be probably the furthest From
1: any natural ice as you can in the United States. True. Besides Hawaii. And and thank God somebody with good jerseys actually drafted him instead of his hometown team.
2: Seriously. Uh Uh Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, the dirty stash is is bad enough if he was in ugly jerseys with that stash. Oh man, that'd be bad. At least he's got the nice duds of an original six to take us away. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess I walked into that one. Yeah, well, you never know what you're walking into. You really never <laughs> do on this on this version. Um, coaching news that we also heard as we kind of whip around the league is Dallas Eakin returning to the Ducks. Any surprise there?
2: I think so. I, they definitely showed enough signs of improvement. And if you're going to go young, you know, with a young roster, I think it sort of benefits you to go with a guy who's, you know comes out of their system
1: yeah i it didn't surprise me i think it's a good move continuity as you build i mean there was a time a couple months ago we were like eh, anaheim's had of schedule maybe they're making the pl- oh wow then
2: they had like february right i think they're actually <laughs> exactly on schedule
1: i agreed agreed um it, it's going to be an interesting race i think anaheim la who's definitely ahead of schedule richard Detroit and the, and Buffalo of kind of where they're all going to end up in terms of if things pan out from there, but you know, Detroit, Buffalo, you know, Anaheim LA are kind of in different parts of their rebuild, but we're supposed to be scheduled at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's, it's been fun to watch this season. Um, I, I don't, I can't get a good gauge on where Buffalo is on their rebuild. Well, I, I, whether no, they're, they're ahead can. or behind of, of schedule on that, um, but you know, nobody's been able to gauge them for like the past ten years anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fair. But I, I think out of those four teams, I think Anaheim has impressed me the most. I, I expected a little more out of LA this season, and you know, maybe they are slightly ahead of schedule, but. I'm very pleased with where Anaheim was. I know they had a bad month of February that just crushed their playoff dreams. Um, but I feel like just about any team who's going through that rebuild has one of those. Usually, you know, Buffalo, it's the month of January through March, but um, I'm just ragging on Buffalo. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy with where Anaheim is. I guess where the the Southern Californian teams are, I feel like they're, right where they need to be to to be competitive again in that division and the division also
1: helps yeah i mean there's four teams in the west san jose chicago seattle arizona no no we we don't know what what or when the plan is in the west you've got or sorry in the east buffalo has a plan you just don't know if it's going to come to fruition Mm -hmm. at least they supposedly have a plan um you know the islanders have quote-unquote surged as of late, I mean, all the way up to the first non-playoff team in the East. (laughs) I mean, they just got in such a deep hole, but you've got Ottawa, Jersey, Philly that has no plan. Montreal has to figure out the Carey Price saga. You know, Mm -hmm. they got hit with two major injuries there, you know, that they didn't think were coming in in potential retirements. But, you know, there's kind of like seven teams in this league without a plan, but the others, it's going to be a race to see, you know, who gets there first.
2: Well, I think it's an it, it's an interesting you know, it, it's interesting to see where the different different teams are in sort of the development of the plan. Um, I, I think I, I think you're right with the teams who who seem to have one and the teams who certainly don't. Um, you know, Buffalo obviously got the first glimpse of sort of the next phase of their plan last night with Owen Power. You know, what four days off losing in the national semifinal, nice. uh, helping shut down. Toronto in a five 2 win. And again, this is a kid who went from, you know, anchoring the number one team in hockey most of the year to jumping into playing 19 and a half minutes in his first NHL game.
1: Want a little like fun stat from that night with sure power with Owen power and Marty Beniers. So it was Maddie Matty What did I say? Marty. Yeah. You know, Bene- Marty B, you know, Maddie yes. B. Yeah. It's all the same. Um, <laughs> 13th time the top two picks made their league debut on the same night. The first time it wasn't in October. Really? What was, was the first time? No, no. It's the first time, oh, first time it wasn't in October. It wasn't it's in the October. Other 12 oh, wow. times that the one and two pick have appeared together on as debuted on their same night. Game one all happened the in the month of October. Sure. Wow. This is not gonna be the last time that happens with, with the ELTs and the leaving NCA signing period. Like mm-hmm. all the rules have changed recently. I, I just the last time we had them. What was 2018, Savetchnikov and Dalin. I would have had to really think who was the top two picks in the, in, that, in the 18 draft year for that. The yeah. 15 one is easy to think. 15 had happened too, by the way, on opening night. That'd be a yep. Connor Jack situation. Yep.
2: Sure. And Benier's has got an assist last night in his debut. Yeah,
1: he did. Look, yep. I mean,
2: look, that Michigan i'm not surprised that these michigan guys are you know kent johnson is probably going to make his debut soon for for columbus the you know they had seven first round picks (laughs) i mean that's just it's stupid like i I don't even know how you how you do that and then you know lose by the the way way, they did
1: the second time this has ever happened which was the 71 draft year yeah Best combination you could, uh, out of the 13. Who was it? Some guy by uh, Guy Lafleur and Marcel Dion.
2: Oh, those guys were good. Yeah, they're pretty good. They were good. They, they, were, they were good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that, you know, it, it, it is that time of year where you start seeing who these, who, who goes from, you know, NCAA teams right into NHL lineups or certainly to AHL teams, or do you, do you want to keep these guys around Do you want to keep them in college and let them develop a little bit more? You know, I think that's, you you know, when you're, when you're Buffalo drafting a guy, one, right. When you're Seattle with your first ever pick been years at two, you may as well bring him in and see what you got. And and because I don't understand all of the contract vagaries, but like just by signing power, you're burning because of his age, you're burning his first year, whether he plays the 10 or games or not. So you may as well play. Sign them and play them. If you're, if you're going to do it, do it. See what you got.
1: Yeah, there you go. Switching quickly to the, the, the American hockey league, their playoff race, by the way, fascinating right now. We, we think it's topsy-turvy in, in the bottom of the West. There is so much going on in, in the Atlantic and the North and the central three out of four divisions have, have very little decided. Mm -hmm. When it comes to playoffs there, Um, the Pacific is about the only one where we're a step away from, you know, San Diego's a a win away from ending that whole situation there um, and and finishing off the Pacific, but the, the Atlantic and the North, the North, we we don't know what's going to go on there, Richard. There's absolutely topsy turviness in those standings. (laughs) Yeah. And uh,
0: we were talking about this last week that, you know, it's, it's so much of, there are so many teams in the other divisions who just are just crushing the, the bottoms of their division. And then you got these really close packs where it's like, it, it can go either way. And it's, 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 it's really, um, it's just really fun to watch and see how these things are panning out. And yeah, um, I think since we talked uh, last week on the second line, uh, I think two or three more teams have, have punched their ticket to the postseason. So it was even, you know, more bare than it is now.
1: Yeah, you've got Charlotte, Springfield, Utica, Chicago, Manitoba, and then Stockton, Ontario, Colorado, Abbotsford, Bakersfield, and Henderson, by the way, playing in their new arena now, mm-hmm. all have clinched playoff races. How about that? With like three weeks to go in the season, Henderson opened their new arena. One of the weirdest timings you've ever seen for, for a, a new arena to open.
2: Yeah, that's you don't see that very often. You hope no. to either have it like, you know, if not the beginning of the season, like an all-star break, maybe, or you know, something at least in the early, you know, early quarter of the season, maybe. <laughs> but 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 eighty percent through the season, you finally get your building. That's uh, unusual. Or we start say. on a
0: thirteen-game road trip and then come home to to lose your first four games at home. Right.
1: Well, but it. it and and if I remember, if I, if I looked at this correctly when I was quickly looking at things, um, yeah, Henderson doesn't go on the road the rest of the year. The, the Silver Knights are home for the duration because of the way they played their schedule, trying knowing that they were going to have a back-ended home switch mm-hmm. situation. Interesting. So, yeah. I mean, it's like they, they, they're doing what the Islanders kind of did, but in very different fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Very different fashion.
0: By the way, there's there's one more team who can clinch today, as we're recording on Wednesday. Um, Hershey, right? No, or San no, Diego. Uh, the P
1: Bruins. San oh, Diego P-
0: can clinch. So can the P for, Bruins. Uh, I don't. No, nope, that's not. Oh, they don't play. Clinching on Saturday. scenarios. You're right. They, yeah. don't, they
1: don't play till Saturday. My bad. Wednesday. They can clinch if they in their beat next Ontario. They're in. Yeah, San Diego Diego. Their magic numbers too. two. They've they've got to mm-hmm. get two points, or Tucson has to lose. At some point. So either, yeah, Wednesday versus Ontario, then they go to Ontario, Tucson, Friday and Saturday are back-to-back against Colorado. So if Tucson loses either one of those games or San Diego wins or gets to overtime twice, then that division's closed. Yep. And we know all seven teams that would be there. Seven go out of the Pacific, five go out of the Central, five out of the North, six out of the Atlantic. Because that's the HL for you. It's just crazy. It is odd. They're, they're like honing it in. It'd be it's, easy to understand. It used to be worse before there was an actual Pacific division. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it, you know, the HL's come a long way in, in how they're setting things up. Um, the fact that there is now seven in the Central and nine in the Pacific is just nuts when you think about it, of how the Pacific has grown in the middle of the country in the U.S. is, is the problem, quote unquote, now. You, you've got as many teams in the Pacific. You've got more teams in the Pacific than you do in any other division in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Think about how far that, that league has come by saying that. That's impressive. I mean, that's that's, 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 that's
2: pretty, It's pretty great.
1: And give credit to the NHL teams yep. for yeah. stepping yeah. and bowling them. Something that we're going to see on the women's side, I think, very shortly with the announcement uh, this past week um, that the PWHPA... Mm-hmm which is basically where all those players you saw in the Olympics are members of, they basically have said bye to the women's pro league, that's playing now PHF. They're like, Nope, we're not playing. And they're meeting with the NHL to figure out how they can grow something, or they're just going to do a barnstorming tour. But, you know, PHF is in uh disarray. They have, you know, they've got their commissioner leaving. They've got ownership changes that have happened. Um, there's some capital money coming in, but the players union doesn't love it. So I, this is going to be a real interesting summer for women's hockey. Something that we, we do love to talk about here at PHN.
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: So NHL teams stepping up in mind. It, it's they've already done it in the AHL, a lot more ownership. I think we're going to start to see some dabbling into women's hockey. It's just my gut as, as the finances figure out and there's money to be made, especially on the TV side. Yeah, I think people will watch it. Speaking of money to be made, our friends in Canada can, can use bet 99, Richard. Sure can. And they
0: can follow along with the uh, the five games we have to pick for this week. Shall we uh, go over how we did last
1: week? Let's talk about Lonnie's 0 for 5. I did not go 0 for 5. Did you get any win? Did you pick any winners?
2: I didn't pick any losers did either. Did you
1: pick any winners?
2: I didn't pick any losers. That's 5. I did not go over for 5. There were five I games pick you picked. Anything. You, there were five games none. and you picked zero winners.
1: I, that's, I how yeah, that's how I read it too. That's how I read picked
2: it. Zero losers as well. I, so we're going I wasn't
1: on the podcast on March 18th version, and and somehow I made picks. Yeah,
0: but we also uh, let you get away with that typo where you picked Washington for the Toronto Nashville game. It was one letter. It was clear what I was picking. And just just saying, it's just if we're if we're going to get uh, persnickety
1: about Lonnie's lack of. well why don't you make why don't you use proper abbreviations nash is not an official nhl abbreviation okay okay all right if you want to be
2: the producer of the show be the producer of the show otherwise shut up and let him do his job
0: (laughs) wow wow uh Thanks for that defense, Lonnie. But I will have to give you an zero and five for last week. <laughs> no, I was, I
2: was, I was, I uh, was. You know what?
0: No, <laughs> and I was. As you I was did not, as you did not make any correct picks. Um, would it
2: have killed you, the producer, to have reached out to me knowing I wasn't going to be on the show? I, I, I tweeted out picks? our.
1: I tweeted out our picks. You, you. you do you have us. access to the Google Drive that we keep this on, Lonnie? Do you know that we make picks every other week?
0: Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm I saying you could have used the hashtag PHN just
1: like our listeners. And share your picks with us. The least
2: you could do is at me when you tweet that <laughs> out. Would
1: your, would your daughter's excuse of schoolwork of apathy be okay for you?
0: I don't know. Ask Emma. That's usually her excuse. I, I, and, uh, you know, and I know, how does that go? <laughs> I know why he's fighting <laughs> it so much. Care. I know why he's fighting it so much. Because with that 0-5, I would be four picks ahead of Lonnie in second place. With, if you got nothing, I'm still four picks ahead. You just don't have that many losses.
2: That's it. No, I you don't. You mark think it down. <laughs> out. You mark it down. However, whatever, whatever helps you sleep. Okay. I don't. Th-
1: I don't think you can give him 0 and five. I don't. I think you have to go 0 and 0. Oh and 0. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I we I can't help changed. it that we can't help it that he doesn't go the extra mile for this podcast. And is a lazy ass. I mean, that that's on him. That's true.
0: All right, I'll, I'll give him an o and 0. He's thirty two and thirty three on the season. I uh, I creep ahead of him at thirty six and thirty four. Nobody's catching Adam. He's at forty three and twenty seven on the season. He's just kind of running away. Unless maybe we have a couple of perfect weeks before the end of the season. I, I've gone
1: two out of my last three. I've gone under 500. Yep. It's, we like, it's been, a, been a rough run for me the last couple of weeks. So let, let's see if uh, if Lonnie or I can,
0: uh, you know, close the gap between uh, Adam and second place. First game we have this. Oh, sorry. Um, I guess I should finish up with uh, last week, Adam, two and three. I went three and two. Basically a wash, but you know. Basically, basically. All right. For the games on Saturday, April 16th, first game we have Pittsburgh at Boston. I'll give Lonnie the, the first shot here. Who do you like?
2: I like Boston little more to play for seeing if they can catch, uh, catch that three spot in the
0: division.
1: All right, Adam. I like Boston as well.
0: All right. I'm going Pittsburgh. I feel like they're a little bit more desperate to avoid going into the wild card spot. All right. Game number
1: 2, Minnesota at St. Louis. Adam, who you got? Home team. I mean, it that, that's it's a it's a play we're going to playoff preview. Mm-hmm. And it it's it's going to be a home dominated series, I think whoever gets it. Okay.
2: Lonnie. Yeah, I as much as I'd like to pick Minnesota here, I It's in St. Louis. I got to go with the blues.
0: Okay. Um, I want to make it unanimous, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go Minnesota in this one because I got to catch ground on Adam. Game number three, Vegas Golden Knights at the Edmonton Oilers. I guess in this one, does anybody want to pick Vegas?
1: I do. I'm taking Vegas. I think think it's, it's a coasting situation versus a desperate situation. Okay. And I like desperate road teams sometimes. Lonnie.
2: No, nah, uh, I'm taking Edmonton here.
0: All right. I'm going to Edmonton as well. Game number four Carolina at Colorado. Um, call it home bias or whatever. I think this is game of the night. This is going to be a really good Stanley
1: one. Cup preview, potentially. Stanley Cup final. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, Lonnie, who you got? Abs rolling.
1: Rolling.
2: I meant the Avs are rolling. Oh, I, think okay. they keep, I just think they keep it going. There's their juggernaut status right now.
1: Adam. I think the Avs win, and I think this is going to be, oddly, a high-scoring game, even with the goalies that, that we're expected to see in Kemper and Ronda. I, I just, to me, this is like nine to 10 goal game combined or you know yes combined final? combined yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is not this is not washington beating up the flyers right. no I, I i think i take take the over folks that's what i'm saying take the over okay uh,
0: as much as people want to give me a hard time for being a homer i'm going with a bunch of jerks in this one i just i have a feeling colorado just might let off the gas just a bit so
1: why do I, I feel it's like your fantasy thing if i hope emily wins even though secretly i want to it's like like i don't want to brag or i don't want to put positives in i'm gonna you know th-
0: I, I feel like they're just no, going to be letting no, off before no. the playoffs. So I buy it. I Carolina buy it. can, can squeak one in. Hey, I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a good game. Mm, All right. Last game. Columbus at the LA Kings. Lonnie.
2: I hate everything about this game. This is just, I mean, this is just going to be a brutal game. Um, Kings need it. It's got a lot to play for. I think got to go with the home team. I hate right. that I'm going with five home teams this week, by the way.
1: <laughs> Adam. I think it's going to be a boring, boring Kings win. That that being said, Richard, you picked the five games I would have picked this week. I'll give you that. We we actually would have been in agreement. I-, I have no switches for you this week.
0: Yeah, you, you saw the rest of the lineup for Saturday. Oh, it's not four- 14 games, and there's like five that matter. Yeah, and these are the five. And, o- and yeah.
2: only f- and only four of them are good games.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm just gonna do it. I got to be different than Adam Columbus. They're gonna play spoiler. Okay, I, they could, they could, they could. It's not out, outside the realm possibility. There we go. There are our picks for this week. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at PHN Podcast. Use the hashtag PHN Picks, uh, just like Lonnie Goldsmith loves to do, and share your picks with
1: us this week. I, I got one game that that I just feel sorry for. Because it's, it's a team's first trip to Seattle ever. But nobody is going to care unless they're in the building. Literally, unless you're in the building, the, the devils are visiting the Kraken. Oh. And it's a 10 o'clock Eastern mm-hmm. game. Yeah, nobody in Jersey is watching that. I'm not sure anybody in Seattle outside the arena is watching that. <laughs> As a friends and family situation outside of the oh world. my god, it's just a Saturday night. It's like oh, it's on. It's on MSG Plus, mm. which is common for the Devils. But I mean, you just, I just feel like it just punctuates. It should be like an. It, it, this is like if the Ocho existed, right. this would be for the Ocho.
0: Yeah, yep. totally the Ocho situation. I
1: just, I, I saw that on the sketch. I'm like, oh, is it worth the plane ride? <laughs> yeah. Feel bad because it's Jersey's first visit to that arena, but it's like nobody cares. Just nobody. nobody cares. Nobody's gonna watch that. But you know, check out me going five and on Twitter. They should do that this week. Yeah, I mean, share your picks uh, with that hashtag.
0: Use uh, Adams' picks, and uh, maybe you'll go zero and five, like you said.
1: This is our uh, this is our last pick, right, of the season in the regular season. Uh, I. If- Think we have we're, one more. Well, we're gonna have to do Friday games. We're gonna have to do Friday games. S- season ends will- on a Friday. We're gonna have to break our Saturday mold. What? Yep. Okay. We'll do it. Okay. Just we got to get just that wanna make last sure you're one prepared. In. Just want to make sure you're prepared for that before the playoffs. Actually, technically, the
2: season ends on Sunday,
1: May first. As of now, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You sucker. <laughs> we're, oh we're picking that game that's an automatic oh, that, six that's pack. in there yeah that's the six, a, six, get ready to a pick. six
2: gamer a six game situation and next time <laughs> winnipeg next time and like,
1: seattle will be ready to pick that one oh, uh, it's in winnipeg it's in winnipeg i already know who i'm picking right i said winnipeg and seattle not winnipeg and seattle. there's a big question of that one do the canadian players those that live in canada even go home on the plane and cross the border after the game <laughs>
2: Yeah, you still have to go back. To, you still have locker clean out and exit interviews and all that stuff. You still got to do. Do, that. do, can do you? Can you not pack up before you leave?
1: <laughs> well, Ship you know home? the problem
2: is they got the they got the late game the Friday night before against San Jose, even though they're at home. It's a late. I mean, I suppose you come back to the you, you come to the arena early Saturday morning before the flight, do the clean out then, and then just scat, head to the cottage. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A lot of questions. A lot of questions. Yeah. God. God bless TV rights. God oh, yeah. bless TV rights. Time to finish up this extravaganza before Lonnie goes to the prom tonight. <laughs> the play, the prom,
0: the musical. That's careful there, <laughs> Richard. So I, I, I want to jump back to Lonnie, as he was mentioning uh, earlier in the podcast about wind blowing over semis. Do we have any more frozen
1: produce <laughs> on the highway?
2: Well, no, but it's possible that we have frozen, you know, semi-trailers to the highway <laughs> down around Faribault. So, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully they were easily moved. And I, in all seriousness, ho- hopefully mm-hmm. nobody was hurt. Right. I saw exactly. some pictures of that and that was, and, and having just driven up from, uh, Spent our week of spring break in, in Iowa. the The wind coming up I thirty five out of was just horrendous, and I can only imagine what it's like driving a high profile vehicle. Right, like those and guys are driving. So hopefully everybody who is in and around that is uh, is safe.
0: In all honesty, we did have some of that. Those high winds come through here uh, just south of Denver. Did blow over a few semis on the interstate as well. Yeah. Luckily nobody was hurt. Just a bunch of Amazon packages scattered a bunch of. Th- around the highway. None of them frozen because it didn't get that cold, but yeah. um yeah, just wanted to uh, go back to Lonnie to see if we have any yeah. more frozen produce,
2: no frozen produce that I know of right now, but All I'll right. uh, be on the lookout.
1: That was your closing thought, Richard. That was You're my closing. Thought? somebody else's. I, I had nothing else. I had nothing else. Thoughts. And I was
0: hoping when he said it was really cold and really windy that, that maybe a turnip I, I,
1: would just freeze to the highway. I hate to do this, Richard, but even if majorly disappointing on this episode this may be your most disappointing episode ever oh really yeah i mean you failed on the trash talking like there, there was no good nugget there you don't even oh, have i, I trash talk to thought. you yeah but that but i mean like we this this. You i'm failure, richard you set me up for failure, I, richard, I up for failure. That, that's what yeah, it was I, I can only lead a horse to water as the, as the host I, I can only do so much to carry you people i mean it's uh this this may be your most disappointing showing in, in the years we've been doing this.
0: Um, So if I were to apologize, would I need to go over to LDE affinity jewelry? Maybe buy you something nice and sparkly to lift your yeah. spirits.
1: Oh, he put a segue in my style. Way to go. You're getting there. It's, you're learning. Um, No, but, but Richard is highly disappointing. Should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> I was going to go with boringly great, but um okay. Richard is
0: disappointing. I'll, I'll keep that yeah. in mind.
1: Yeah. And, and, I think your wife would love that headline. Oh, yeah, she would. (laughs) (laughs) What's this about? Just listen. Just listen. Yeah, just listen. There you go. Got got, got to tease it in. Lonnie, before you head off to the prom?
2: Before I head off to the prom, uh, I I owe Richard $1. We made a friendly bet uh, for the, uh, the NCAA championship game, Denver Pioneers, beating the Minnesota state Mavericks 5-1 in Boston last weekend. He, he asked me on Twitter, given that our, our two states were involved, if I wanted to wager on it, and I responded with the, the gif from one of the great movies of all time, uh, Trading Places, of Randolph handing Mortimer a dollar to pay off their bet. Like, that's our bet. And, yep. uh, the, of course, as, as I said afterwards, I'm happy to pay it off. I would have picked Denver... Anyway, given a choice, because I was, you know, rooting for the three Red Wing prospects over Minnesota State with no Red Wings prospects. Um, uh, the, the other really random thing about the, the Frozen Four weekend is the awards that went out. Uh, the the winner of the Hobie Baker Award is Minnesota State's goalie. He was not the winner of the Richter Award for the best goalie in college hockey. Hmm. I don't understand awards sometimes, but he's the best player who is a goalie, but he's not the best goalie.
1: Oh, different set of voters, different set of voters. Apparently everybody gets thrown. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny when I saw the uh, final, the frozen four final, the final four for the frozen four. um, Lonnie had a lot of uh, a, a lot of chances to claim victory three out of the four teams winning. He could have claimed some kind of victory too. One, he would never claim victory to, even though it's his hometown where he was born and bred.
2: And and as a high schooler, had season tickets in that barn.
1: There you go. And then went to the other school because it's one of the state schools he can get into. Um, And then... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nothing. No lies lies detected. (laughs) You were trying to say something, just nothing. Is what it is. And then the other two are from the state that he lives in and his tax dollars go to. So really he had a vested interest in three out of the four teams and then Richard's team won. So yeah, you know, that's kind of fun. Go Pios. Minnesota state may have had the best jerseys though of the the group. Not a question. I love not their whites. I don't like their whites. I don't like the whites. I like the purple. Their purple jerseys are great. Purples are great. Sorry, I've never been a Den- I've I've never been a Denver Jersey fan. I've really? not. DU jerseys don't do it. I think CC has like better them. jerseys. If you want to go oh. in state, there. I don't. DU's jerseys. It just. It's Them's, fighting Them's fighting words. Them fighting words. I'm okay with traditional, but it's too plain.
0: It is a little plain, but that's also why I like it.
1: I, yeah, I just I I don't I don't know. Michigan's got great helmets, but the rest of the jersey plus it's Michigan. And I've never liked Minnesota's colors. If
2: Michigan, but. if Michigan wore the golds more often, I think yes. it used to back in the '90s. The golds were the golds are great.
1: It pops with, and it pops better with that helmet with the football. Helmet yes, that they it
2: wear. Is. Yes, it yeah. does. The blue and the whites yeah. are sort of meh.
1: Yeah, agreed. I, my clothing thoughts are: I'm really, really tired of rain. That's just it baseball schedules and softball schedules are just getting muffed up. But on that note, I do want to congratulate the 10 U Baldwin Panthers on winning the St. Louis West preseason tournament going 4 and one over this past weekend. They have great coaches. Players are decent, but they have great coaches. If you do say so yourself, coach, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I just help a little bit. Just help. Myself. No, but it, it was fun to, it's really fun to, to see through your kids' eyes of, uh, you know kind of winning a preseason tournament I saying it's a rec ball tournament not like club ball or anything but it was really fun how excited they were and then finding yourself getting nervous in the quarter final game when you're during the semi-final game when you're uh tight late in the game and you don't realize how many sunflower seeds you're just chowing down on because you're into the game that much so fun fun stuff's Getting me a little more serious and competitive so but good job for the girls it was fun to be a part of for Richard Cote and Lonnie Golds with I'm Adam and thanks to our friends at Manscaped, LED Finney Jewelry, and the Chicago Wolf Store. This has been another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast.